Warning, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based on psychic impressions and true life events that may be potentially frightening and or disturbing to some viewers. Any of the information that is shared in this production should not replace the advice of medical professionals and is intended for general purposes only. Viewer discretion is advised. Chastity. Yes? What's the name of this recording? Dreams and Astral Experiences for 500 Alex. Daily Double. Daily Double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought about that one, guys. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, how's everybody doing today? In this episode, we are inserting our dreams and astral experiences that we either experienced with each other or collectively with Kristen. So this does complete Kristen's full interview. So this technically is a bonus episode. So definitely hang around and check out some of the craziness if you just want to kind of get into our heads, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, my name is Chastity, a.k.a. the Luminary Luna Beams. And I'm Emily, the Fine Art Medium. And we're two mediums that specialize in the paranormal. Our purpose is to shed light on what goes bump in the night. That's why we call ourselves and this podcast... Lights at Midnight, a.k.a. Lamp. Lamp. So yeah, guys, first we are going to include our weekly experiences. We both have some interesting things that we would like to share and remember, we will be inserting our support spooky from in our episodes from now on. So you'll hear a couple promos from other podcasts that you definitely want to check out if you're interested. Pretty cool people. But anyways, Emily, what is your experience for this week? All right. So I had two back to back. And I want to first start off with... Daily Double. Know- Sorry. Daily double, yeah. <laughs> and so I did tell you about this one when I had it, and I do agree that it's the the entity that was from the white truck that would that caused this. But right, essentially, I'm at this party, and I go to the bathroom because I'm going home, and I turn on my phone and I'm scrolling through. Instagram reels as I'm walking to the bathroom and I see a video with my parents and it looks like they're in this hotel room but it's a big hotel room with a bunch of other people and then they're like there's yeah there's beds and they're all laying in beds like they're going to bed but then it gets creepy and disgusting and then insert sexual like stuff and I'm not going to get into that but it was disgusting and not something I needed to fucking see. And right. I easily correlated it to the thing with the white truck because I know that those dreams were sexual in nature and that's not things I typically dream or have yeah. astral experiences unless I'm being attacked by negative entities. So Right. And for the folks that may not know what we mean by the white truck in our episode, there was a situation where 
there was a person that is kind of well known in the YouTube paranormal world that was friends with her and somebody I kind of knew too. And there were some implications made in a dream at some point. I can't really say too much, so it might not make a hundred percent sense, but um, she was having very sexually explicit dreams and we felt that it was coming from the entity attached to this person because there might've been some witchcraft. And I know this sounds like crazy, but it's, it's kind of in a nutshell. Like if you knew the whole story, it probably would make a lot of sense. But then Emily has now had a dream possibly about this because it was a very sexually explicit dream, just like Kristen was having issues with, but we have been able to help her move past that, thankfully. Okay. So, well, not just us, but our help from, our divine team and spirit as well. So I just wanted to fill everybody in on that real quick. Yeah. And even, you know, if it wasn't witchcraft, that person does have an entity attached to them. So whether it's witchcraft or whatever, the entity associated with that person was for sure. I'm very confident they were the ones in charge of what was going on. Yeah. And this person actually is like marketing their well it's not maybe not the right word but they're promoting their videos as my attachment now like they've been doing that for a while my possession this that and the other and they have created a whole story whether it's real or not I'm not saying it is or isn't but 100% facts whatever it was I was visited by it and I basically sent it on its way when you illuminate these things and you highlight where their point of reference of entry is into somebody's life, when you actually show that person, this is how they got it in. They actually get more power over these types of things. Mm -hmm. So it really is helpful. And that's kind of like what we refer to as the origin. Yeah. Oh, and I had another one I wanted to share that was sure. interesting. So after that experience, I have another one, which is more chill and I feel like was a lesson but so I'm in this art class that kind of looks like my elementary art classroom because I guess that's what I remember but we're doing this cool watercolor design stuff and I started something that was turning out really really cool and pretty and as I'm doing like the black fine lines um the asshole next to me ruins my painting by putting this ugly black blob on my paper just to sabotage me. And I start to freak out because I'm a Capricorn and I have OCD, especially <laughs> with the uh, art stuff. But the teacher, he had like short, dark, blonde hair. And he comes up to us and is like, hey, what's wrong? And I show him. He then tells me, it's okay because you can easily turn it into something else. He then showcases this by going over it and painting something using the blob and as he's working the paint I see him painting a person and as he finishes it I clearly see that he painted Shiva with a snake going down his left arm and I become excited and I'm like it's Shiva yay and then That's interesting. yeah then I go looking for another large white piece of paper to um do my own thing again but then I get frustrated because then I can't find a blank piece of piece of paper huh. that's interesting and considering we're talking about astral realm experiences and somewhat dreams today that's because mm -hmm. i consider what the information we'll be sharing later on in this episode more of astral experiences but dreams have so much meaning like there's 
interpretations that can be taken from them. And, you know, we are planning on releasing an astral realm and dream episode in very soon. Like, I think within the next three or four episodes that we do. Because you guys will notice that we have more people to interview um, along the way. So there'll be several more interviews. So I'd say in the next couple months, expect one of those. So that's really cool because it, it kind of teach taught you a lesson. It's even about maybe lessons that you're learning in ni life now. Maybe things aren't perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Interpretation-wise. But we have to take what we get and make it into our own and make it something beautiful. So I think yep. that was actually really cool. I absolutely agree. That's what it was pretty much what they were saying. Yeah, that's really neat. Mm -hmm. But so what experiences do you have for this week? So I have worked with a client since the last time we recorded. And it's been kind of crazy. I can't really give away too much detail. I can only tell you kind of what happened on my end. Um, I ended up channeling in information before we spoke. And as I channeled in the information, I was touched on my side, I started getting like stomach pain, head pain, uh, blurry vision. Also too, I saw a pinpoint light. You know, a lot of times we talk about these little pinpoint lights as angel lights. This was not an angel light. This actually like, it wasn't even circular. It just flickered and it kind of like flickered out. I've never seen one do this quite like this. The energy was not sustainable. And I also saw like this big blue... It was flat, but it almost like it had lines, like these big blue lights in my room, literally last night. Um, this has been happening more to me lately. So I'm not having extreme paranormal experiences. I still have dreams and visions and all that, but I've really been, I've said this before, but I've really been working on turning on and off my abilities for when I need them. But I have noticed that once I turn them on and tap into, and we've talked about this, but just reiterating the fact, once I turn them on and start tapping into a client's situation, that's when I have paranormal activity. So yeah, I mean, it's it's been kind of crazy. So I'm actually starting to take on my client's hauntings to a degree, but it's not like the hauntings are here. It's still being, it's like spirit gives me these visions and these experiences so I can I can understand what my client's going through and relay them back to them to give them validation. Uh, I think it's really cool. I don't really get scared, but yeah, I did get touched on my side. And I also felt like I had a looming presence over my back when I took all this information plus the other information that I channeled. 100%. Like, she is having all of those things happen. And it reminds me of the time that we did the lamp uh fam stories volume one the first uh, episode we did we'd like to do another one of those by the way so if you guys have any stories you want to share we'd love to make another one of those episodes and do a volume two so definitely hit us up on instagram or any of our socials you can email us at lights at midnight podcast at gmail.com too anyway shameless plug there kind of <laughs> um but yeah it's uh the night that we did that I actually saw a nine foot shadow or not nine foot seven foot shadow walk by my door and literally got an email in the next 10 minutes from this guy that had experienced something similar so I'm noticing paranormal activity happening around that but it's still important it's kind of a message is like if you do this type of work or if you are an empath or an intuitive or you think you may have these abilities, if you're around somebody that's having experiences, 
then and you start experience, experiencing them, maybe it's your abilities and not necessarily your haunting. So I figured it'd be a good time to kind of reiterate those facts and bring that up. Oh, didn't you want to mention the like when you went to the hospital that that girl had the same thing? But yeah, um, I even I can't prove this because I do have chronic back pain, but I did have phantom pains near my um, appendix area. I thought maybe my appendix was getting ready to rupture. And upon talking to this girl, she actually went to the hospital a couple weeks ago with similar issues, but she was a lot worse off than me. Now, I start to take on, even before I know I'm going to have a client, I start to have visions. I start to have all this kind of stuff happen to me. And it makes me kind of wonder if me going to the hospital and having this phantom pain because all of my organs and my levels and everything are a-okay. It's just my back. And they say that this can be caused by back pain. Um, so I don't know. Maybe there's a correlation to that too. I don't want to say 100%, but it's a possibility. Is your head hurting? No, but it was when I was doing the reading for her. Yeah, because I'm getting a headache and I was actually fine all day. Yeah. Whatever this is, is pretty strong. Um, it's different. It's kind of shape-shifty, so... All of my love and light warriors, I know you don't know who this person is, and it's not necessary to know to send out positive love and light. I mean, just if you can, because she really could use it. Yep, absolutely. For sure. But yeah, that's pretty much my experiences for this week that I would like to share. Hello, I'm Rebecca Rosewood, and I'm here to help you keep your curses hexy and your hexes sexy in this snarky, true crime and paranormal podcast. If you like a little personality with your true crime and a little scare with some flair, Thrice Cursed is the podcast for you. Thrice Cursed will be coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts in October. Until then, you can find me on social media such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Thrice Cursed Pod. Until then, keep it hexy. Hey there, curiosity connoisseurs. Are you intrigued by all things strange, weird, and unusual, but too embarrassed to talk with your friends and family about it? Well, we're your family now. Join me, chronically curious Katie. And me, combat veteran Chris, as we don our tinfoil hats and question everything. From crazy mysteries, out-of-this-world conspiracies, and the unbelievable happenings all around us. Let's try to stay sane as we laugh and explore together through our podcast, Stop Thinking With Your Butt. Wherever you like to listen. So now we want to talk about some dreams that we've shared between me and Kristen and me, Kristen and Emily, and some experiences. I believe Kristen and Emily have uh, dreams that they've like in the astral realm where they've had experiences. And collectively, we found out we had a similar dream, which is very interesting. But the first dream that we wanted to talk about briefly is involving someone that me and Kristen with the place where me and Kristen met on a social platform where we were a part of a group. And I think Kristen was actually the first person in, in the spiritual friends I've, I've built. She was the first person that I actually started talking to. And basically I let Kristen tell her side of the story, but we're just going to kind of switch over into some dreams we had. So Kristen, would you like to elaborate on the terrifying dreams you were having regarding this individual? And then we'll talk about what happened. Yeah. Um, 
there was just like torturous dreams where um he'd be a total dick like um and sexual and sexual with other women if it wasn't with me it was with other it was like a dark sexual weird thing um and a lot of the times they weren't that sexual but they were still intense like emotionally and I don't even know why because I don't have feelings for this person and I never really did <laughs> um, right and there was a dream with a white truck and I can't yeah. remember all the details but I do remember that yeah, yeah this person just as a little backstory thought that they had an attachment and this person spoke about having a dream where a demon for whatever reason would pick him up in a white truck and they would go on these adventures another we'll say they're youtubers there is another youtuber that covered this story for him now this was this was when i found this other i know this gets kind of confusing guys but follow me because i want to you know keep names out of this this other youtuber collaborated with the youtuber that she was having the dreams about that had the dream about the demon in the white truck and she saw some very interesting hellish realm dreams we'll put it to you that way yeah. moving forward Kristen started having these awful dreams and she messaged me about them and I'm like no nah, this ain't cool this isn't okay I said you know we need to figure out how to get this stopped literally the same night the most vivid dream that I've had in a while which at that point this person that she was having the dreams about walked into my room into my bedroom into my private yeah. space and I was consciously aware in this dream so it was more like an astral experience and I'm like I don't know what you're waiting on but you got to go and I followed him outside but when I walked out of my room it turned into a trailer hallway because I live currently in a house but when I walked out of my room it turned into a trailer and then when I walked out the front door it was like a parking area and I watched him get in a truck and drive away because I had set my intentions to be very clear I had done some candle work for her and everything and uh yeah this thing ended up hightailing it and Kristen can fill y'all in with what happened it's just crazy I, I hate that we can't really say more but out of respect and everything I don't think it's appropriate but sure yeah. enough I had the same exact astral realm experience and yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was a curse because some girl told me that she thinks that he d dabbled in witchcraft and he's putting a curse on all these girls and I don't know how she came up with that but I think it's true it has to be because you guys helped me break it and it's gone so how do you explain that you know right it's it's fascinating it definitely 100% is yeah and it's like he faced you or whatever this thing this thing you know that looks like him faced yeah. you like ugh. Fuck you, I'm getting in my truck <laughs> yeah exactly and I wasn't I wasn't having it because I saw right through it because I mean I was consciously aware of this person and this isn't and I will say for the listeners that this person isn't somebody that we did not know we actually and individually um spoke to this person behind the scenes like I didn't I didn't as much as Kristen did I just did a couple of occasions it wasn't anything crazy but Kristen you know talked to this person so she they were involved in each other's life so it's not like somebody just from YouTube you know we just know no it was not like that at all so it was a very uh, first like interactive astral realm experience and 
I'll quickly say another time um, that we ended up doing some energy work together is I sent Kristen a package with some candles and stuff. And we were talking about the full moon and I was giving her some pointers on like how to kind of do full moon, like energy cleansing and say, let's just say rituals in a way, but you just light a candle and, you know, to illuminate, you know, your psychic energy and everything. And she did it by open window because it was, it was like, I'd say, early fall so it was still fairly warm outside and when Kristen opened this window literally she started to see a fog rolling up to her window and I'm like lord okay I went into a meditative state in a quick instance I know this sounds weird but it's it's 100% facts because I drew Kristen a picture of it and I ended up basically remote viewing to her home and I was looking out this window and I ended up seeing the fog and I consciously, just like I do other type of energy work, I started pushing it back and I um, visually saw everything. I even saw like outside the window, I saw a fence with like a neighbor's backyard and a building and all this kind of stuff. Well, I drew this out for Kristen or I asked her actually next. I'm like, is the fog dissipated? And she's like, oddly enough, uh, yeah for sure like you know I've it's weird I'm like well I tried to push it back and then I drew you the picture and it literally matched your neighbor's backyard yeah and I actually teleported inside of your son I don't know as I say teleported but it's not quite like that I remote viewed inside of your son's room and that's where I my conscious or consciousness ended up and I just found that to be fascinating because there's not many people uh, that I've done that for. And Kristen just happens to be one of the people that can validate that, that type of experience. Yeah. It was crazy. Even down to the colors of her walls. Yeah. It was very fascinating. And at that window, how there was a counter and then there was like that frying thing on it. So there was something on the counter that had my phone on it and, or the candle on it or something like that yeah it was like black yeah it was interesting as all yeah and that mist it was weird because I saw it coming in the neighbor's backyard and I'm like this is not happening this is not happening it came up to the window as a face but it was like a half mist half watery looking you know clear kind of face and it had no body it was just a head with a misty body and wow I was like looking through the window and kind of moving my head around to see if I can look around it, see what it could be. Maybe the, maybe the uh, window is something, you know, I was trying to de- debunk it and I couldn't debunk it. It was just weird. And I was telling Chastity this and I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, how the hell is this happening? I was mind blown. It was surreal. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It really was. Awakening. That was a, that, that full moon was also a big awakening. And I remember really believing that there was something that was pissed about it. Yeah, I agree. I think something was a little irritated that you were finally starting to find answers. Yeah. It was not happy, but I mean, I, I mean, I saw it clear as day. I could see like, it, it tripped me out. I could see the fence, neighbor's backyard. I could see the mist. And like, I literally just focused in on pushing that mist back with my energy and then literally coming out of it. This isn't like a long meditation for me either. This was within minutes. And I still don't understand 
how I do that. And I'm not saying all this for cloud. It still, it's amazes me still, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know, but when paranormal stuff happens to people in places, I can see their dreams almost like I'm seeing them through their eyes, how, how they experience them. Or if you've had a paranormal experience and the paranormal stuff still in your house and around, somehow I'm able to conscious the like move my conscious to that consciousness to that area. It's just very interesting experience. You know, I can do that too, actually. Seriously? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, I won't, I gotta know now because I don't, I don't know too many people. I don't know of too many people that do it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm an intuitive empath and you know, I, I get visions and it can be a flash. It could be, um, so I am kind of psychic. I can predict things and even my own mom will tell you. And there's this dude that I was chatting with on Instagram that was not even a friend and he was into Satanism and stuff, but I kept him around just because he kind of amused me, you know, like I was kind of doing it in a selfish way. Like this guy is kind of fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> he, I've seen his bedroom one time in a video and it was messy and everything. So I had that image in my head, but um, I also all of a sudden got this vision of him going into his room and shutting his door and sitting down. And his mom is at the door telling him about how he doesn't do anything with his life. And so I brought it up to him and I said, Hey, I got a vision. And there's this woman that's telling you that you're not doing anything with your life. So who's the woman? And he said, that was my mom. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. absolutely that's how that yeah that's how it works especially sometimes and that is 100 percent like yeah, psychic even, medium remote viewing shit yeah i get you know like honestly i predicted the looks of my mom's new boyfriend before i met him i knew that oh, how wow. he was gonna talk and everything and um there's also this girl that i like on instagram and she is a hard-working single mom i really look up to her she's her name's Jenny and she's blonde and she does construction work. She's awesome person. And I all of a sudden one day had the feeling that I need to check on her, on her well-being to be specific. And so I got on Instagram and I looked at her story and she has a cast on her arm because a beam fell on her arm. Now, how's that? Oh, that's awful. Wow. But I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely traits of being empathic it's really cool that you can kind of see see things like that too because it does help it it does help um I think there's a connection it's kind of like tubes of connection even if whether you've seen a place or not once you go there mentally it, and it, it does help to have a picture absolutely but once you go somewhere mentally it's almost like you can go, get back does that make sense to y'all yeah, it's yeah. like breadcrumbing. It's like breadcrumbs of energy. It's like when you go to a place, and I've explained this before, it's like you leave an energetic imprint and that guides you back like a trail. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just like when I read for somebody, um, I, I can, if I read for somebody, I'm tapping into their energy. Now, do I, do I invasively do that? 
No, but I will get signals and signs if I'm, you know, aware of somebody and talk to them, not even necessarily on a frequent basis, but I can generally like tell how they're feeling without even talking to them. And that prompts me to say, Hey, how have you been? Yeah. You know, to check in on them and stuff. But yeah, we definitely, I'm glad I'm doing it. Yeah, we definitely have covered that before, but I think it's valid to bring that up. And, you know, skeptics can say that it's in your imagination, but I tell you what, it's not always in your imagination. This shit's legit. And people yeah. don't know that. But I guess maybe you can't know it unless you experience it or something. But, you know, and I like to look at this. I like to bring up the skepticism as well, just to show people that, hey, we can admit that, you know, but we can, and we can also rule it out and give give proof you know or you can believe what you want to believe of course but right and perception's everything it's not intense of reality and yeah. our brains like just not necessarily our brains but our ability to think and create with you know manifestation and energy and all of that has to do with everything related to being um what somebody would call a psychic empath or psychic medium it has all to do with that like your your mind power is the strongest thing you possess it's not your muscles it's your brain yeah or it's your it's your consciousness it's your you know your higher self that's always still with you even though in a way you're it's connected but separate it's still the strongest part of you and you can use it once you understand and it's like something you can be taught and something you can be told but until you understand it for yourself you truly you truly can't connect with it and that's I mean I know that sounds strange but it's true like you can be told things yeah all, all of it's strange I mean honestly I'm glad you said that because when I saw that giant ghost in my doorway I never wanted a camera so bad in my life but I couldn't move. You know, I was frozen. Yeah. But, um, and by the way, I wasn't afraid of him. I felt, I felt no fear from that ghost. That's um, good. But, um, and he might've been my husband's great grandpa because he was seven feet tall and he oh, wore wow. pajamas all the time. Yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me, or I mean, obviously from this, but I remember you telling me about that too, a little while back where it didn't scare you. But, yeah. you know, when I first heard about it, I was like, what the hell because you told me it was wearing pajamas but that makes sense yeah and I didn't see his flesh I didn't see his hands or his head just his pajamas um and um but yeah like you know when when you encounter a spirit it's like you know you just did for a fact but then you can't stop looking back on it you know yeah it's like if it was something that made more sense it'd be more sensical to or it'd be more sensical when you look back on it rather than constantly questioning it in your head yeah that's what it all is it's strange so you know to relate to what you were just talking about yeah it definitely is it's a hell of a life (laughs) it's all surreal it's all mysterious and i know there's only so much humans can know about it so yeah and i also want to mention just couple other dreams and they're they're pretty short um sure so when I lived in the trailer the haunted one these weren't nightmares these aren't nightmares but one of them Jesus was talking to me he was teaching me something about how humans think and how they comprehend and so I saw like 
you know how um there's a rat mazes or mouse mazes and you can put them like where you can see them over the top it's open yeah it was like that but there was people in it and they all had a number on top of their head and it could go from one to a hundred i don't know if it goes past a hundred but you know that kind of thing and he was telling me that see this person's number is too far um different from that person's number so when they communicate then they're going to have a harder time. Whereas if you're a three and you're talking to a five, you guys can meet, meet some uh, common grounds, you know? That's interesting. That's, you know, it's like about comprehension and perception. Yeah. And, it was like a metaphor of how we relate to people and stuff of the such that it may be even almost could be translated into a vibratory sense and how we vibrate and what le- like what frequency we vibrate on if that makes sense yeah that's really well, cool and there's one more um you know how people that like to do dmt see the dmt or like the machine elves on acid as well um you've seen uh the band tool the artwork that they use with the oh eyes yeah and the the beings like the big beings with all the eyes on them and yeah that's so, the alex gray's artwork yeah so there was three beings that looked like dmt beings and there was three of them and it was like the atmosphere was not really well, how do i say it it was kind of golden all around me it was just it wasn't anywhere that i've ever seen before and there was three of them and they had their legs up crossed like Indian style and their hands together like a prayer. And they had like triangularness to them and some designs look like the DM, like machine elves. And they were extremely divine. They were positive. I've never had that feeling in my life of having a dream that made me feel like that. It was That's beautiful. It was yeah. Like, I was going like to say it has to be thing. higher dimensional. That's great. Yeah, and I don't remember talking to them or anything, but I was in their presence and it was like they wanted me there, you know? Yeah. And they were gold. They're energetic, purely energetic beings. Well, I mean, we all are, but even in that sense, like they're highly energetic, very integrated beings. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. They were very nice. That's beautiful. I ever had. It's nice to add some positivity to it as well, you know, because we've talked about a lot of paranormal stuff and we are a psychic paranormal podcast, but at the same time, it's, it's nice to talk about those things too, because, you know, they do happen. It's not always scary. Right. And people need to know that, you know? Yeah. So. Absolutely. Because just because we're not practicing your religion doesn't mean we're going to be going to hell and God's not going to hate you. God's, you can't say God's good all the time and then turn around and say God's going to hate you or judge you and put you in hell and all this stuff. It's bullshit. I feel similar. Yeah, well, that that all is just too complex. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. But we can also, we can go on to the um, dreams where, so... Our collaborative I, dream. yeah. <laughs> I had another one with Chastity in it and we were in this like living room, this house, and it had this couch that went around like one of them long couch couches or, or whatever it was. 
it was like all the way around it was a circle okay <laughs> and, and there was a a mexican man there that was oh, oh. i know exactly who and, you're talking about and we were all chilling and whenever we'd say something to Cassidy, she'd be like, yeah, I know, you know, she'd just be doing her own thing on her phone. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be yeah. really nice. And he had glasses and he was um, somewhat pudgy and um, not very tall. And he was Yeah, really that's, that's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my best friends. Like uh, when I, I sent you a picture of him, that was crazy because she did, yeah. I did. I wasn't like aware of this dream. Like this is not a one that we shared together. It's one she had, but right. she actually, you, yeah, you literally saw um, one of my really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And we validated that too. Yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Lamp fam. Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast venture? If so, consider using Podbean as your one-stop shop for everything podcasting. You can create, record, host, distribute, monetize, and merge your podcasts all from the Podbean mobile app or your desktop setup. Podbean offers a four-tier pricing plan that is sure to fit everyone's podcasting needs, starting with the free basic plan for anyone that signs up with an account. Chas and I currently use the Ultimate Audio Plan that starts at $9.99 a month for a yearly subscription, and it really has been the most valuable tool as new podcasters with minimal equipment. Honestly, I just use my iPhone and iPhone headphones, and she just used her tablet without her headphones. So it's like, even if you don't have a desktop computer, you know, you could still record from any mobile device. It's awesome, and it still sounds great. Use our link in the show's description box below or visit www.podbean.com slash lamp. That's L-A-M-P to start your podcasting journey. By using this link, you will receive one month of Podbean's ultimate plan for free. You won't regret it. As always, thank you for your support. And now back to the show. I did want to mention one more, one more recent um, astral experience that was really something it was it's really interesting so I had an astral dream I call it an astral dream because I was asleep I guess so I was in this store a big store um that had nobody in it but all the lights were on and it was going and there was these bulky cameras in each uh cash register aisle and they were looking right at me like they were just there. And I was for some reason, I'm like thinking I need to get into the ceiling. So I'm looking around and I'm like, how the fuck do I get up in there? You know, and then I look, I go to the back of the store and I go through the exit doors and I'm in another place. I'm in like, um, I don't know, it could have been a hospital or, you know, something kind of eerie. And but it kept getting darker. And then I. I opened another door and I was in a creepy hotel. And then I went to another door. It was like a, a place that was closed, but it was creepy looking. And it was like in a basement area sort of thing. And then I ended up in an even creepier hotel. I kept going through these doors and they were getting darker and darker, even in the energy. And I got to this one part where I'm thinking, if we, if I go through this door, 
I'm not going to be able to wake up when I want to. I'm going to be stuck. This is getting darker. I need to fucking wake up. So I went and I gasped and I woke myself up. I'm like, thank God. Because, and that's interesting that I was able to wake myself up when I'm realizing that this is getting too dark. I need to get out of it, you know? And I, I can also tell the difference between a dream and the astral because in the astral, I can control my, my movements and my words where I, a dream is just happening, you know, on its own. So yeah, it's weird because I went through different doors and it kept getting darker and darker. And then I realized, okay, this is getting too dark. I need to wake up. And I did. So that was pretty interesting. And I never got in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaky deaky. Yeah, I've had that experience similar, um, but the portals I, I was going through were more like portally portally and like I would be in a new like realm or I don't know I just call it another realm it's like realms within realms and dimensions but it'd be like I'd be in this cool tropical place and then I would go across this bridge this rickety bridge and then I would go through another portal and then I would be somewhere else and it was really cool it actually I don't know if you've ever played like Crash Bandicoot Warped to or just warped any of the crash bash games it's like all the little levels within the levels he goes through the portal and then he's in a new world that's kind of like how I experience the astral realm so it's very similar with you and your doors and I think you were just descending the different realms and that's why it kept getting darker and darker yeah, it was getting scary too. I felt scared and I didn't know why. So, yeah. Lower vibrational uh, realms, like um, lower vibrational, prob- more than likely, it's kind of like the further. Yeah. In the Insidious movies where it just keeps going and going. The only way that I can relate to that is when I'm in between that awake and sleep type state that I've talked about before. I've actually started traveling in tubes and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not consciously doing it either. Like it's almost like I'm in space and stars are flying past my head and I'm going through these uh, tubes and then I'll end up asleep and dream and stuff like that. I, that's, that's about what's been happening to me that I can relate to, but there has been a time in the last like year and a half where a hundred percent astral projected, but I was in my house and um it was like the further or the neither or the you know what's it called the upside down and my bed I woke up five individual times and my bed used to be on the opposite wall well I'd wake up one time and my bed would be where it is now and I'd look at my door it'd be closed I'd wake up and I'd feel like I was awake I woke up the next time and my bed was back where it used to be and the door would be open and the light would be on and those scenarios just kept switching back and forth and I was very much awake in these dreams like I felt like I was awake I even got up and started walking and it was like sea legs like I couldn't get my step and I made it all the way down my hallway to my living room and made it to the dog kennel in there because we have our uh, dog's kennel in the living room for when we leave and stuff and um, yeah as, as far as I made it to everything went black and I woke up but I could not get out of so I didn't really go through portals. I was going in and out of like sleep. Con- it was inception. It you know was what? Like inception Spirit, Spirit just told me because they're very chatty today. They're saying like, <clears throat> so 
there's really seen how we perceive time differently. Yeah. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, cause I do that. This happens to me too. And it's how we perceive time. So on the astral realm, depending on where you astral project within the, um, I don't even know really what to call it within the realm because time is differently. It depends where you jump in when you astral project. So that's why you're seeing things in a past type of situation. Cause right, that to me too, I will be back at my parents' house in my bedroom from like when I was a kid or like when my bedroom was moved up to my brother's old room or when my room was in the basement. It's like, different periods of time you jump back because the way that time here on the earth waking whatever you want to call it the waking linear yeah it's you're jumping in it's like when when you're when your past uh loved ones or spirit jumps in to guide you or try to communicate with you it's literally the same thing they're jumping in through the timeline and that's what you're doing when you're astral projecting yeah i call it the belt yeah interesting that makes sense mm -hmm. i have i haven't like talked about it quite yet because i'm saving it for a little bit later in the season but i have spirit showed me something i'm excited to share with y'all about that i want to see i can't wait to see if it makes sense mm -hmm. because i've been saving it for an episode but i have the only way i know how to describe it is the belt because <laughs> mm -hmm. i just see it like a just a straight wavy like river where spirits it's like a timeline a wavy timeline where spirits can jump in and out and they can pick where they want to jump in and communicate and kind of like move around and yeah yeah and I've seen that too as a grid okay almost like a little grid um of tubes in a way Mm -hmm. and like each grid represents a certain space time that's a little different than what I was referring to earlier but yeah I, I triggered my mind like when spirit just because we all perceive things differently right so we'll we'll get different things that's not to say that my perception is the way it will be resembled or revealed to other people but it's almost like um tubes that make up geometrical grid patterns that's the way it's been shown to me personally mm -hmm. But there's something else uh, later on I want to get into. Not this episode, but another one that was kind of interesting. I want to get some people's opinions on it's it. But weird yeah, because I see the out outside, and then you kind of see like more the inside. That is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but okay, now for the finale dreamception with the three of us. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to start with Kristen first because I wanted to go based off of point of views. And so her point of view is on the outside, whereas Chastity and I's uh, point of view is more on the inside. So I wanted to start with Kristen first. So Kristen, if you remember anything, it's okay if it's not a lot of detail. I know it was a long ass time ago, but well, um, so I do remember it was it looked like we were at Cape Cod and I was outside and um, I was talking to a cop and I, I seemed like I was in a daze, like, like I was confused, like a confused spirit in a movie, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, I know he was talking to me, but 
I didn't know what was going on. And I know that there was this farmer and I remember some beach, beach dirt somewhere. And it was a farmer guy. And I remember a, like a red car, um, like a red car somewhat close to the house. And, but there's a house, it's like kind of, um, the paint's chipping in, you know, the house has been there for a while maybe. And in the back, there's a bunch of rocks and there's water past that. Like I said, it kind of looks like Cape Cod a little bit. And that's all I remember, so. Okay. And as you talk about it, it's actually bringing up part of an experience that I didn't even tell either of you about. But like the thing with the cop, it kind of looked like he was talking to people, but he was also... So Chas and I were going into that house to help free people. And he was kind of like gathering them to the side and making sure like they were out of the way and kept out of danger and just kind of getting them collected together. And then I remember going inside of that house and I think I started on the first floor, but went to the basement first because it was closer. But I do remember that the house was very chipped like wood old rickety um it had a bunch of stairs on the outside that went into the inside kind of like how you see apartment buildings with the stairs on the outside to get mm. into it was kind of like that but like for a massive house and yeah. so I remember going in after going up those stairs and past the like kind of small deck and going on inside and the inside looks so old and so rustic very wooden too and it kind of reminded me of like one of those really old I don't know is it like a Victorian mansion with the wood like cropped um I don't know what you call it like the trim around things like the walls you'd have like a panel at the bottom yeah. half of the wall and it would be wood and then yeah. above that would be like the old wallpaper right that's what my trailer looked like that's freaky <laughs> but, <laughs> I remember going there going down in the basement first and we were looking for these we were looking for people to rescue but we were anticipating these entity things these dark entities and um, I remember these zombie looking things and having to fight them hand to hand combat. And I remember having a dagger and a sword to have to like slash and fight through them to look for people. And we didn't see anybody in the basement. So I had to go up on the first floor and start going around, opening doors, looking for people. Meanwhile, being attacked by more zombie looking beings and just having to keep fighting them and running and trying to rescue as many people as we could. And then I don't know if I made it to the second floor. Chas, I forget what floor you were on. The third. You're on the well, okay. I mean, it's it's a whole experience, but I do remember from our conversation that you said you made it to the second. Okay, and yeah, I'm, that's right. Yeah. So I did make it to the second floor and I did the same thing. So I would open through doors. Um, I remember going into this room. It was a big room. I don't know if it was a bedroom or anything. There wasn't really much furniture. There was like old wooden like chairs and whatnot. But this room was full, full of a crap ton of like um those zombie looking 
I don't know what they were, beings, creatures, maybe they were lost human souls. I don't know. But I remember having to fight them because they all kind of like hoarded in front of the door and came after me and I wasn't able to fight all of them at once. And then um, I had to vampires. book it. Vamp. They kind of look like vampires. But I remember having to book it out of there. And I th think that's where my experience ended. And then Chastity's picked up. Yeah. So backstory. I had this crazy ass dream. I told Emily. Emily's like, OMG. <laughs> I had a similar experience. I also said something to Kristen in this same situation she's like oh my god I've seen something like that before in my dreams I'm like no fucking way so <laughs> so my experience um started on the outside of the house it was almost like I was just put you know in my dream I was just put outside of this white house that had a front porch with like um what do you call them the pillars that hold up and it's a yeah. white house made out of wood siding the paint's chipping off it has a solid wooden beam porch and a front door, right? And as I look out past the house, I see the ocean. Um, it's almost like a, like it's a downward slope. And I see the waves crashing. And the waves are like getting close to this house. Like it, yeah. it, any minute the sea is going to take this house, it feels like, right? Yeah. And um, the next thing I know... I didn't I don't remember actually walking through the front door but I'm in the front door and everything on the inside that I could see from the first floor to the second floor I could see straight up to the third floor so it's like it's like railings it's like you know what do you call them lofts in a way but they're not lofts they're hallways is it like the French quarter like how it's like that hole in the middle and it's kind of like it's a so, it's like a square yeah, it's a square, but there was a, a solid wall to my left, and the, the door was there, and there must have been something on the other side of that wall, and then to my right, I could see, like, the main foyer entrance, which it wasn't necessarily separate, it was just entering in the front door, and I could see to the very top of the house, and there was a staircase in front of me, <clears throat> so the first floor was really dark, everything was dark wood at this point, um and super dark wood I remember walking up these steps and as I walked up these steps it was like the wood on the very top third floor that's where the wood met this old wallpaper right and as I got to the third floor I knew I had a purpose I knew I had a mission and I had a dagger okay I don't ever have any type of weapons normally in dreams or astral experiences that's just not how I roll, right? But at this point, somebody, I had three people, two, three people total with me and two other people. So I had backup. I don't know. I never seen them. I don't know who they are. I assume that they're part of my dream team. I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know. But um, <clears throat> I get up to the third floor and there's, there's tons of narrow doors. They're very narrow and they're different colors. And they're like, okay, we're running out of time we got to do this so we get to the top of the stairs and there's just a bunch of narrow doors and they're all different color and I mean they're really tightly compact together I'm like envisioning them side by side as I'm looking you know going back to this dream and they're like okay it's time to go we're ready to go we got to do this and I wasn't quite sure but I just knew instinctively I had to open the door and every door I opened there was a different 
person zombie looking thing that I could see how they died. I would see wounds on them, like mortal wounds. They were all different colors. They were all different sizes. They were young. They were old. Every door I opened, it was like these zombie things standing there because it was almost like, like Kristen was saying, like vampire-y. Um, it's almost like they were in their slumber part where they weren't active. And this is what, yes, that's it. They were in this slumber part where they wasn't active and we had to take them out. Mm-hmm. And I had to open up the door. As soon as I opened up the door, I'd had to stab them, stab them. I went to every single door and it was, it's actually very um, sad because I had to stab, I was stabbing like women, men, children, teenagers, but it was almost like it's, it's people that were almost overtaken by whatever it was that had control over this house. It was almost like a dungeon in a way, but it didn't look like a dungeon. Um, and I got to the very last door and they're like, this one's it. And it ended up being a young boy. He had a white shirt on. He had uh, blood on his shirt. Their faces are all contorted and stuff. And it, the deal was finished with him like somehow the house got cleared we had no prior knowledge of this and I will say like um I I ended up running outside I feel like I went down a staircase that was on the outside of the house from the third floor to get away and I run towards the water because it had like the tide had come back a little bit than what it was and I saw a sheriff and a farmer on a golf this is weird on a golf cart driving by but I did not get a positive feeling from them but I also don't remember anything that I said but I did see them and they come and talk to us and stuff like that but there was significantly a sheriff and a farmer and then I feel like the basement was very dark and it was like made out of old-timey cinder blocks that basically had black mold crawling up in the whole house was engulfed in dust and like grime and dirt I didn't go to the basement in my dream. I just feel like I see it, right? And then I didn't go to the first, I wasn't on the first floor because it was really dark in the back. I couldn't even see any rooms. Second floor was even darker, but when I got to the third door, that's where all the colors were. And then that's where it transitioned into wallpaper. And I went to all those doors and that's exactly what happened. It was kind of disturbing to be honest, but it was some type of place or some type of hellish realm and I feel like it had something to do it was like a soul soul collector and however we all had this dream like at different times and you know between us you know we have no reason to be like oh my god you know you're this is crazy yeah no like it's really happened so I've not really had those types of experiences with anybody else but you guys so Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting and there's going to be some type of tie. There's something that we all are aware of right. energetically that would make this happen to us. So it's some type of realm or something. And I don't, I don't understand it past that, but that is our crazy ass try triple dream that we all had at different times and collectively figured out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chess, you're in my dreams or astral realm experiences like bi-weekly, so. <laughs> right. I mean, and I, I mean, I, that don't surprise me, but I, I can't say that I, I don't have as many dreams as I used to, but that probably has to do with my new uh, medication that I'm taking to sleep or whatever. So that's probably what has to do with me not having as many dreams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've, I've had dreams like, I will say briefly, I did have a dream. I'm not going to go through it, but 
me and Emily were in this old place, abandoned place, and we were upstairs, and I go back down to tell V that, you know, we're almost done. We're just piddling around, looking around, and I climb back up the ladder, and I see Emily say, I need some help here, and she's on all fours, and all of a sudden, this invisible energy grabs her by, by her leg, and she's like, fuck, Chastity, I need help, and it just disappears. <laughs> it was it was it was awful but it was also fucking hilarious because actually <laughs> I was sleeping during the time she was in the doctor's office being put under so it was almost like while she was yeah. under she had this astral realm experience and when they woke her up she got pulled out yep. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> but um yeah that was an interesting dream or whatnot so I believe I had an astral experience with Emily and she knows about it too. And I wrote down how it goes and it's only a little over half a page. So it goes, my first flashes were one, Emily and I were in a tent and there were others. There were, there were guys, there was like two or three guys with us. Um, and they were men and there was a fire going and Emily and I hung out in her tent first, I think, because I remember being face to face with her and seeing a little bit of the firelight, the fire, you know, but whatever, the light coming in a little bit. And then, and we were all in these little tents that we set up in the forest, in this forest um, with like even tropical plant looking plants and stuff like that. And there was like a, a cliff, like a, a mountain, a of a sort it looked like a giant rock mountain it, I don't know it was kind of weird um and uh we hiked I do remember the hike but so we were hiking so okay so it was like rainy and we were camping and pretty much we had to get up all of a sudden and start hiking and my two or three spirit guides were there that are dudes and you know one's in front one's behind us I feel like there were three I don't know where the third one was but he was there and pretty much the my daddy saddie or saddie daddy however you want to call him was the one leading and (laughs) so we're going up this rock thing and then as we are doing that it's like it's like a harsh line of the forest and then it's like all dirt and no plant life in front of us mm-hmm. yeah and so we're just hiking up this cliff rock thing I don't even know what it is and we get to this part where it's really narrow it's almost like a bridge but it's just a natural rock formation and it's really narrow and I hate heights and it's freaking me out and my spirit guide that's in front of us is just like you need to calm down and I'm just like but we're high up and he's like well you know you can fly right and I was like that's not the point and we're just hiking across this bridge ledge thing where it's I don't know maybe a foot wide and we have to walk across and it's probably I don't know 50 feet like long we have to walk across that and we're looking back at the forest and the forest is disappearing and that's pretty much the last thing I remember but I do remember it was my spirit guide me and then Kristen was behind me and then my other spirit guide was behind her 
as like the he yeah. was like the watch from behind to make sure nobody or nothing could come up and sneak behind us. I think there was two of them behind us. So then that would be where the third spirit guide went. Cause yeah. I was like, where did he go? Like kind of next to the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is quite the journey of a dream. If you really think about it, that's like, that's like having a dream and going into a movie for a night, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but like, yeah, I remember being in the tents and the fire and, and, um, there was a morning we got up and we went over to this cliff that was like, um, I don't know. It was like, you could see the sky, but then there was like this part where there was rock above us somehow. I don't know. And there was water or rain or both coming down in front of it. And I'm behind Emily and I know we're doing something because we got bags and stuff and Emily's looking through her bag and she handed me this object that was either brown or black and it was long it was like an object I don't know like a a weapon or something and I made a joke about it and Emily looked at me and she's like like that you know and and just started going in through the bag again and I'm like what do I do with this you know and I do or I um the nature did start shriveling up and turning like into dead plants you know like brown and black and just fucking everything just died and right before that in the sky it was like well how did that go like there was like a light went over and then it replaced it with rain or something like that oh it got really dark really fast it got dark like yeah like it just yeah got dark really fast and that's when the plants were dying. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of why we had to get up and get going. And that bridge, I think I remember it because I think that I was looking through the crack and I was um, just observing it, like trying to figure out how to master my fear of it because that's just what I do in real life, you know? So I was just like looking at the bottom, like maybe I need to look at the bottom. And that'll make me feel safer. Or maybe I need to memorize where my feet are and just look forward. You know, I was like trying to figure it out. I swear, like, that's the part I remember about the bridge. And there was like no bottom. There's like looking down there is like nothing. Yep. Maybe water, maybe nothing. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I remember, I remember it being so high up, like you couldn't even see what was at the bottom. Right, right. Yeah that's what freaked me out i'm like Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. i'm like you you spirit guides you know my fear of heights why are we doing this yeah and it's interesting i had actually i just remembered i did have another dream with emily in it and it was weird because you remember i told you about the machine elves and how we the atmosphere around us was like gold and kind of nothing in a way or if that makes sense it was like it was like uh, we were in these bubbles that looked like something out of a video game, like an anime video game or something. And I had this paper and I kept trying to jot down notes that was supposed to be techniques and and information that Emily had. Like, like I was taking notes on how she thinks and does things. Like it's really important. And I saw, saw her and I thought, 
I swear she handed me a piece of paper and she was sitting with this littler littler female person I don't know a small female mm-hmm. you know I don't yeah, know that, if small females spirit, yeah that's my other spirit guide really yeah huh. you know light hair too yep <sighs> No. <laughs> you don't know we didn't talk about this so your mind's being blown right now right <laughs> yes mm-hmm. that's great but yeah that was a short one all I know is I was trying to jot down important information that came from Emily mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. yeah that's really interesting so y'all have some type of soul tie mission Emily. there there's something that y'all made an agreement on yeah has like the the skills with the healing and weapons i love nice. my weapons. i love my weapons so much so <laughs> that's what i get <laughs> in my head mm-hmm. yeah i don't well, weapons in my dreams yet i want i want to yeah i'm i'm if i do anything astrally and it's never really in my dreams either it's normally when I do meditation and it's generally never weapons. It's always elemental. It's elemental things. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I don't know why that is, but that's just. I think uh, it depends on the nature of who you are as a person. So like you, Chastity, I feel like vibe with nature so much that, you know, doing elemental things is what makes, it's kind of like who you are and it's just part of your being whereas yeah. me, i am a sucker for hand-to-hand combat i collect swords in the waking world i love weapons so much Ooh. and so Ooh. it transitions over into the astral realm so it makes sense so kristen like whatever you are drawn to presently or hobbies or whatnot if you're somebody that likes martial arts it's going to transition with you and if it doesn't you can ask for it to be transitioned because i'm like i need a sword and what do you know my guides give me a sword archangel michael's giving me weapons to use and it's so awesome cool yeah Yeah, that is it's really neat yeah you know, in my dreams, I do have to say, like, nothing ever really normally fucks with me. There's only about, a, there's, I can count on my hands how many times I've had weapons. But even walking through, like, a dream world, if I'm, even if I'm in a sticky situation, nothing ever tests me. And I don't understand why. Like, I've been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. But it's I like, when I walk it. through, I, they might try me. But it's just like, almost like a, a presence that I give them. They don't they don't step. So I don't, I don't understand that. That's the part I can't relate to. <laughs> I think too, I'm the kind of person who likes adventures. So it's, I always tell my guys, like I welcome the experiences and I mean, not necessarily like the shitty ones, of course, I don't ask to be attacked, but I always say like, I'm willing to learn, like if something attacks me, please teach me how to defend myself. So it's not that I'm asking for it, but I kind of am in a way but not really if that makes sense yeah i actually did have this dream where i was in this place it looked kind of like a video game in a way it was like a dungeon hell type of thing it had like these um 
these cages basically and the bars came down and they were like cement as well and is like all stone is all made out of stone and everything and i i know i was battling with these there was like demons everywhere they were they were like super terrifying but i know what they were and all of a sudden behind me this thing just grows into this thing with like different heads and just ugly and fucking creepy and so i had to go and i had to so the fucking the metal gate door was coming down it was a metal gate door and it was coming down and i was so close and i actually fucking slid on my knees like a rock star and got through the other side and got away from the motherfucker <laughs> right <laughs> that was a cool thing with that one yo wwe demon demon <laughs> yeah reminds me of tenacious d yes <laughs> let's go down the strawberry river <laughs> or when he you know battles the devil with the guitar mm-hmm. yeah. so guys what did you think about the interview with silent echoes we really hope you enjoyed this interview as much as we did it was a lot of fun to actually finally sit down with her she along with a couple other people we've been planning to have on this season and we still have several more interviews to go we are a little over halfway to the end of the season so <laughs> her experience or i should say kristen's experience where she's sliding on her knees out and then having to fight the demon with the heads kind of reminds me chastity of the demon that you had to face in that like dark tunnel and you had to cut oh. its neck off. Yeah, I was thinking about that. That reminds me of going back to our episode with Duran mm-hmm. of Dead Serious Investigations. Yeah, with the doll. The doll transformed into some like monstrous um, T-Rex slash, I don't know, something else. It wasn't quite a T-Rex and had to cut its head off. And that was very epic. That was a very vivid, epic dream. Like I literally had blood and guts and pus and everything just pour out all over me. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have dreams like that or astral experiences like that often. So Mm -hmm. yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting, I would say. But yeah, this is our little bonus episode with the rest of Kristen's interview it did kind of run long for her initial interview so we thought we'd just bring you some of the funner interesting stuff involving astral experiences and dreams and kind of let you guys hear what kind of stuff we deal with sometimes let us know if you have any interesting dreams too if you'd like to share with our episode coming up on dreams and astral experiences, we'd love to hear some of your own. You can write in or you can send us like a voice memo or we could even um, have a quick interview, like story-based wise, not interview, but story-based wise and put you on the podcast if you're interested. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to show or even share that I like doing this bonus because even though, you know, we're talking about dreams and astral realms, Like we said before, our dreams have important things that spirit like to relate to us. And sometimes they have to showcase us in a way for us to understand. So I feel like there's a lesson in everything, every experience. So if it's a dream or astral experience, there's always something you can learn from it. So even though this was very kind of 
bananas with the stories that she had and the stories that we shared, there's always a lesson that can be learned. And I always say, write your shit down because even if you're not a psychic medium or whatnot, it's always good to write your dreams down because what if spirit is relaying a message to you or, you know, you can decipher what's going on in your dreams because you can still learn a lot from them. Yeah, they're full of symbology. I mean, you know, there's books and all kinds of things and it's a general idea of what things represent. You can get general ideas of what your dreams mean, but dreams come in the form of, you know, prophecy sometimes too. We have prophetic dreams at times and yeah, definitely. For sure. But yeah, guys, I think that's a wrap for this bonus episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I would say hang tight for our next episode coming out the following Monday. And that will be about chakras and energy systems. And we have something very cool to share with y'all as well. So we're going to keep it a secret for now. Mm -hmm. But we have something really cool coming up. Hey, if you have a haunted story you want to share, you can email us at lights at midnight podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch with us there. We'd love to hear from you. We really appreciate y'all hanging around and checking it out. And yeah, thank you so much. We are super excited to bring you some super awesome content. We really appreciate you guys checking us out. Thank you to all that took the time to listen to this week's episode. Your support means the world to us. And remember, all of us have the ability to shine brightly and shed positivity, even in the darkest of places. Stay safe, stay well, and light it up! Thank you.